Welcome, everybody, and good afternoon. Thanks for joining us today on Layton's Loft. We got just a few weeks before the National Sports Collectors Convention in Chicago, really Rosemont. Uh, for those of you who've been there, it's, it's not really Chicago, but it's just easier to say. A lot more people know Chicago than Rosemont. Um, so we uh, we have a an episode today that is based, you know, along the lines of the national in the sense of you know, we have our very own Charles G who's going to join me for just a minute or two uh, to talk about some things that we've done together, some business, and also uh, his appearance on Chris's show last night. Mm -hmm. We also uh, have Jim Ector joining us in just a little bit, potentially pull off a trade. Yeah. And then at top of the hour, we have Andy Brontano uh, joining us, talk about uh, how he first told me about this wild collection in Oregon. And of course, I'll be you know, very mindful of how I say that. I can just say the big O. Is that okay? Because it'll be easier for me to do that. Yeah, why not? I like yeah, it. I like it. Um, what's up, everybody? What's going on? Craig, James, Bry, Tyler, Mike, Daniel, and the rest of the gang. Really appreciate you joining us here this week on Layton's Loft. You can find us every Wednesday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Tom is taking oh. time out from his vacation in Minnesota to watch us today. Uh, who is? Tom. Oh, very cool. What's up, Tom? Thanks for joining us. So we're going to get right into it. Um, Bill, hopefully you can uh, hang out for a minute because we're going to start off with a little deal that you and I did. But I wanted to make sure we announced the seven prizes for today. First place in particular uh, is meaningful to me uh, as it was from a really cool collection um, that we bought uh, recently from Canada. You can read all about it on our blog, Lou, at blog.justcollect.com. We'll be giving away this 52 Tops Chuck Dressen high number. That'll be first place today. Uh, on the show. Second place is going to be a 1951 Bowman football set break spot. Third place will be a 1960 tops baseball set break spot. Fourth place will be a 1970 tops baseball set break spot. And fourth through seventh will be a band spot. Excellent. Or excuse me, fifth through seventh. Apologize. Hmm. Um, so yeah, pretty cool that you'll not only have a valuable 52 tops high number. When I say valuable in this condition, if I had to guess, probably 100 to 150 bucks. Um, nice. But it's it's even cooler, Lou, is that you know where it came from. You know the heritage of the card, the provenance, um, and it being from a fun collection that's on our blog. You can always point your friends to it in the future and let people know where it came from. It's got an interesting story behind it. That always helps. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so without further ado, wanted to uh, cover a couple other things before we uh, jump in and start chatting with Charles. Where is? Um, Tom is at Target Field. Are you, are, is that game going on right now? Are you right there, Tom? You're on the field? At the field? Hi, James. Hi, Jim. Hi, Lucas. All right. Hey, what's up, Lucas? How are you? What's going on, Orlando? Thanks for joining us today. Uh, Orlando. So we're giving away those seven prizes and uh, I want to talk about um, what we just launched on the website. Then I'm going to talk about a deal that we just did with Bill Zeltner. Um, so for the first time ever, we have a 1949 Bowman baseball set break. I don't know the best way to show these off, J5. Lou, if you could switch the screens. There we go. Great. So this is the first time we've ever had a 1949 Bowman baseball set break. It just went live on the site. Nice. Campy rookie, early win rookie, Duke Snyder rookie. I mean, it's a great class of rookies. Jackie in a one. Wow. Still a nice looking one. 
satchel missing that piece right there. But other than that, like I said, a very nice looking one in terms of eye appeal. Robin Roberts, rookie in a Beckett three. And a Gil Hodges rookie. And a Phil Rizzuto. We'll show off some of the ungraded highlights as well. Beautiful. Yeah, 49 Bowmans are not uh, – Richie Ashburn, uh, not so great shape, rookie. Um, you know, Slaughter. The reason why we don't find these very much, Lou, is because everybody breaks them up. How come? Uh, great value in breaking it up. Oh, I the see. Jackie and the Page. and I mean, there's just so many good rookies. Hodges, Campy, so on and so forth. Um, that's why it's really hard to acquire as a set. All right, so if I can give you that, G5. Now sense. I'm going to show off. This is a group of cards that uh, Bill Zeltner, um, per my announcement over the last few weeks about uh, people cleaning out, whether it be extras or you know undesirables, unwanted duplicates, right. whatever the case may be. Thanks, build, Henry. Build a war chest, right? Yeah, you know, there's no reason to keep you know stocking up on that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, when ultimately, if you want to try to buy more cards and you enjoy being with your significant other. Uh, you know, you got to try to balance that. Yep. Um, and so Bill contacted me with this group that I have in front of me, uh, which we're going to show you. Um, and what was really interesting, oh, I, like I had J5 value it. I made Bill an offer. And at first, I didn't think we were going to reach a deal because we didn't agree on the valuation. Now, how I always talk about, hey, Stephen, how are you? Um, Why does some of them have nameplates? Was he talking about the platform? 49 Bowmans. Yeah. Um, just because that's the way they made the set, Stephen, but they, they have like, you know, two complete runs like with, with, and without the names, but not for every card in the set. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, Bill contacted me with this group of cards. We didn't quite agree on the valuation. Therefore our offer was a little bit off in, in Bill's eyes. That um, would make such a nice poster, just a big size poster. And that's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and so as you can see, chock full of really good names, not necessarily super high grades, but nonetheless cards that we can utilize in one way, shape or form. Um, and so what we did is we decided that, um, hey, we're not going to reach a deal, if you will, on cash. And there wasn't anything he was looking to trade for, but we reached a deal on break credit. And what's so interesting, the reason why Bill decided to sell this group of cards um, is because uh, he had actually won a 1959 Topps baseball, I guess, a starter set uh, from Vintage Breaks. Uh, through one of our, our bonus promotions. And so after getting it in, he decided to start working on the set and, um, you know, had bought several cards recently and thought, hey, maybe I'm going to sell some of my cards to kind of offset working on the 59 set. But then when we were a little bit off in terms of the cash offer, if you will, for the group, he realized that we had just put up some sets that he was very interested in from Vintage Breaks. So he figured he was going to spend the money anyway. And Bill, hopefully I'm doing a good job of describing our transaction. Um but I said, hey, I'll do a deal with you if I can talk about it on the loft. Um, <laughs> and ultimately, you know, what I did was I gave him a little bit more money than I wanted, but we gave him break credit, which obviously realized there is some margin built in depending on what bill buys from the company. Sure. And so what's nice is now Vintage Breaks owns these, you know, these cards. And so meaning some of the deals I buy um, from our community, they're for Just Collect. Some of them are for Vintage Breaks. And so this deal just makes sense for Vintage Breaks. It'll be great cards to give away. And I thought it'd be super cool. I've elected this 1962, 1962 Toss Roberto Clemente SGC4. And I told Bill we were going to do this. We're going to give away this card next week on the loft oh. as first place. Love it. 
So to continue the season of giving with the national coming upon us, uh, I wanted to make sure that folks understood what we're trying to do here. Hey, do we want to make money? Absolutely. We're trying to have fun. We're trying to enable you, the community, with whether it be a better war chest of break credit, cards, or cash going into the national. We're trying to help as many folks as we can. So this is just a little bit of a nice, sweet deal that Bill and I pulled off. What's up, Joe? Hope all is well, bud. Um, so we're going to give away this Clemente. Next week, live on the loft, you have to join us here, 4.30 to 5.30 to have a chance to win. And yep. Lou, just like we did with the dressing, I'll give you a nice image of it so you can promote it on social. Excellent. Hey, what's up, Mike? Hope all is well. Now, that's a Bob Clemente, right? Was there a point where they became Roberto Clemente and are, are there differences in values? I, I bet the rookie card is the most valuable. So course. the rookie card is the most valuable. I honestly don't know why they did this because from what I can tell, he never went by Bob. Um, but that's you know, in several years, right? Several it's, in, it's in different years, yes. And yeah. so I'm not really sure uh, what the deal is other than, um, uh, you know, it, it was a tops decision, but I certainly yeah. don't have anyone to reach out to there that would actually know about it. But nonetheless, um, I thought this is a sweet card to give away from this group from Bill. Bill, appreciate the business. Thanks for being part of our community. And I'm I hope someone who uh, really wants this card wins it next week. Buddy Joe Gatto is here. Hi, Joe. What's up, Sean? All right. So, oh, wow, it's already 448. We're, we're moving through here stuff. So <laughs> I think we should just bring in Charles right now for the first uh, first guest for today. All right. This Charles, he's got a background, too. I like it. That's right. Vintage Breaks West representing. Hey, what's up, Charles? How are you today? Good. How are you, Leighton Lou? Uh, great, thanks. So I thought it was hysterical. Gilmore tells me the, the new name of the show yesterday, and it took me a second. He goes, it's the CG Squared show or the CG show. He didn't say squared at first. And I that's said, well, right. Chris, I, I'm aware that's your initials. He said, yeah, but Charles is joining us. And I didn't put two and two together. <laughs> but of course, your initials were also CG. That's and right. So um, hopefully it was a good time yesterday. Yeah, definitely was a good time uh, spending the evening with uh, the Gilmore crew, uh, cutting it up a little bit last night. With, uh, some, 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 you know, he definitely needs some uh, adult supervision at some time. So I, I think we'd make a good pair. I think so. I think <laughs> uh, you're going to balance him out well. We couldn't have another CG that's his way, or you know, we might actually get thrown off of YouTube. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, that sincerely. FTC complaint or something like that. If you had two uh, Gilmore's. Yes, exactly. Um, so Charles, you're going to be at the national uh, what until Saturday? I'll be there Sunday. I, I arrive Tuesday afternoon and leave Sunday afternoon. I love the way you're doing it. So we're putting in the, finish, the finishing touches on our events. So it looks like we're going to go with the Hyatt, I believe, on Friday, where we're going to have a nice room. We're working on the deal in terms of the food and drink. I, I stress this very much to Gilmore, Lou. I know you'll appreciate. I yep. said, I want to understand the alcohol well before we get there. Yeah. <laughs> I did this, uh, you know, because I paid for, you know, I, meaning my wife and I paid for our wedding. Um. And I remember the rehearsal dinner, we were trying to save some money, Charles. And I remember we were originally going with beer and wine and just like a split second decision. I'm like, Julie, I don't really drink beer or wine, but I, you know, I like drinking vodka. And she's like, well, you know, they're not going to serve that. I'm like, well, can I just, you know, order some drinks? And then that became open bar. And thankfully I was Ooh. fairly inebriated at the end of the night after getting the bill. Um, so that's why, and, and also as a, as a, as a further follow-up to that, I did one other thing like this. Um, it was several years ago. I did a college reunion. Shout out to my buddy, John Sauter, 
who uh, graduated with me and moved out to San Diego and was a good DJ and such and lots of other some fun stuff he's doing. So anyway, we put together this um, open bar slash like appetizer type thing at Rafferty, Old Man Rafferty's downtown New Brunswick. And there was a certain price per head that we had to collect from people. Um, and that was like the deal that we had made. Yep. And so when we got together at the end of the night with Old Man Rafferty's to pay the bill, they're like, well, you had 84 people. We're like, well, we didn't invite 84 people. We only have 52 on the list. <laughs> they're like, well, you know, and I'm making up the price. Let's say it was 100 bucks each, which I don't think it was. But they're like, yep. well, we need 84 times 100. I'm like, well, I don't, you know, I can't, I can't do that. I don't have that. You know, and meanwhile, Charles, we've been drinking for hours. So needless to say, I couldn't finalize it. Someone else had to step in. He was a little bit more sober. And so I just told Gilmore, we want to make sure everything's situated up front. I'm even happy to pay up front. I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. So yeah, that once, once like the, 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 the bell is sounded and the event is off, we get to relax and we don't have to worry about anything else. Yeah, we might, might need to make sure that's all taken care of with the, the group of people. You know, you never, you never know uh, what kind of trouble we might get into with an open bar. No, I know. He's talking about, I never heard this. You can get in a bar by the hour, which I thought sounded very interesting. Wow. You know, once again, this is, uh, this is all going to fall on Gilmore. So with success, we're going to give him praise. But if not, make sure you throw him under the bus. No problem. We'll do that. Yeah, um, uh, Hollywood Squares reference. Tom wins the wins the show today. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I, of course, I'm running behind like usual, Charles. So let's get right down to to Turkey here and talk some business. All right. Um, so first thing is, we just bought. It was what a couple grand of cards from you, give or take. Yeah, give uh, or take. Yep. Give give or take. You know, yep. within a few hundred dollars, and it's a mixture, Charles. Of you would say mainly modern, but there's a couple vintage pieces like the '62 Eddie Matthews, so on and so forth, right? Yeah, exactly. I think there were two, two or three uh, vintage cards, and then uh, mostly ultra modern. You know, trying to, like you mentioned earlier, building that war chest for our nationals. Yeah, and so for us, Charles, what we're going to do here, I don't know if I'm going to split that up between just collective vintage breaks, but I just figured it's inventory that we can use one way, shape, or form. And uh, you know, as Gilmore knows this, I'm happy to support the vintage breaks community, both not only our customers but also the folks who you know work on our team. Um, and I, I try to get Sam. You know, tells me a tale of whoa, no one will buy his you know, LaMelo or this card. I'm like, Sam, offer me, you know, I think Sam's a little bit intimidated. Uh, uh, it's like my buddy Larry, who was my first partner in Just Collect, wrote me an email. I was trying to buy some packs from him and I was trying to get him to give me a price. He goes, Lane, I've known you this. Do you think I'm going to give you a price? You're going to have to come to me with a fair offer. And of course I made him a fair offer. We reached the deal. Uh, but you know, everyone's got their own style. So Charles, yeah. the card of the hour that I want to talk about is this Otani. Do you have the card that you can show off? The Otani Gold? This one oh, right here. He, he brought it to he brought oh, it to torture it. me. Of course I did. Great. That's how, you, that's how you negotiate, Layton. Yeah. So Charles, tell everyone what the card you're holding is for those who can't yeah. see it that well. Yeah. So it's a little bit hard to see in the image, but this is a 2018 Topps Chrome Otani Update Gold Refractor PSA 10, and these are numbered to 50. This is number 11 of 50. And it's his rookie, but it's the batting variation rookie debut, not the pitching main base one. Correct. All right, well, let's get down to it, Lou. We're going to try to work out a deal here on let's, the phone. Let's see what we can do. Oh, excellent. So, Charles, tell us where you laugh, last left off. Pongo punches. Uh, what did you have it priced at at the show, and what did you tell me you could do for it? I had it priced at the show for $3,200, and I told you I could do 3000 for it. Okay, so I did my own research. I don't profess to know more about modern than Charles or Chris Gilmore, which is why I called the other CG. This would have been great to actually have him on the line. So, of course, I say to Gilmore, um, what would you pay for it? 
and he says, 2K, two grand. And I go, Gilmore, I'm not going to get the card for two grand. <laughs> so he tells me his math and he's looking up comps and all this other stuff. So at the end of the day, I said, Chris, thank you very much, but I think I'm going to be out there on the boat myself. I'm going to have to make the decision which direction to row in and which direction to move in. Uh, and so, Charles, before I make you, if you will, a counteroffer um, based on the information that I have have found, um, what do you plan to do with the with the funds if you if you sell it? Well, I, I am definitely looking to pick up my big purchase for Nationals is to pick up a PSA 7 Ernie Banks rookie is, is the goal uh, to get at, at Nationals. That's what I'm building the war chest for. That's cool. Now, Charles, if you find an Ernie Banks in a 7, are you going to be picky about eye appeal or no? If you find a 7, you're buying. I'm curious. No. Definitely eye appeal. You know, I, I definitely want a seven, but I want a good looking seven. So, good, you know, the so I pose this out there. What if you don't find a good looking seven? Are you going to buy a, uh, you know, a placeholder seven or no? It's too much to do no. that. You'll wait. I, I, yeah, I already have a placeholder. I've got a three and a half in my personal collection right now that I'll, that I'll be replacing. But I have plenty of other cards on my shopping list for nationals that I'll be aiming for as well in the event that I don't blow my budget on the banks. Yeah, well, I figured that was the case. Hey, you don't uh, have an Ernie Banks 7 kicking around there waiting anywhere? No, Charles knows. That's a very yeah. hard card. I absolutely, I think I have a four and a half in, on, in J5's uh, little stash that he doesn't like to share with Sam, but it's a Beckett, and I know you would want that anyway. Yeah, Layton's um, Layton's been looking for a high grade, good, uh, good IP one for me for, what, three years now? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> once again, good IP is the key, Lou. As Charles said, if you just want to get a card in the holder, uh, you could he could have upgraded a while ago, but he's not trying to do that. You know, he's trying to, and I think it's right. You know, go after an example, be willing to spend the money, but be willing to spend the money on an example that you're going to be really happy with and proud of. Yep, absolutely. Um, so Charles, I'm going to let you know uh, that after the research I did, of course, you know, I'd love to have the other gold, but and, you know, Charles, don't reply to this right away because we're going to put it out to the audience. <laughs> Don't reply right away. Okay, well, we'll put it to put it on. Audience. And by the way, Charles, you can think about it till the end of the show. The offer will be good till five thirty because we want to have good content for the show. We want to have Jim come on, um, uh, and then of course Andy. Uh, so I feel comfortable paying twenty five hundred dollars. And the main reason is uh, twofold. One, it's not that easy to find comps uh, because the card's numbered to fifty. Of course, it's PSA ten. By the way, what's the pop on it? I didn't look. Uh, the PSA pop was, if I remember right, it was 11 or 12 when I looked uh, last week or the week before. So it's, it's you know, it looked like almost all of them that had been submitted were 10s. I think there was one or two nines, but the rest of them were 10s. Okay, everybody listening, 2,500, thumbs up a thumbs down for Charles. <laughs> and as I also told uh, Charles, it's not the kind of card that I'm looking to quote-unquote flip. I'm looking to hold it. That being said, oh, EJ, seeing is how this, this is how this is what I do for a living don't listen to anything the guy's saying, Charles, meaning me. You decide for yourself what you want. Um, so that, that's where I feel comfortable with. Um, hopefully we can reach a deal. And if not, it was very fun to have Charles on the show. Uh, we still did buy a few thousand dollars of graded cards from Charles, including some other Otanis and other ultra modern, some other uh, cool vintage knickknacks. And um, wow, Charles, we got uh, Daniel Lynn says, hold out for more, Charles. I got to hold out for more. Stephen Garrett says 27 and a half. Stephen Garrett says split the baby, 2750. I got a thumbs <laughs> down from KG. Yep. I got Scott Priestley's trying to give you some black market break credit. Oh, there you go. Anybody <laughs> works here. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. Nick Mariachi <laughs> says sell. 
So we got we really have like a myriad of responses. No, I definitely hundred and three hundred break credit. I, I definitely uh, understand the, the the difficulty in pricing it. I had you know when I had priced it originally, trying to find it, there weren't any comps. So, uh, Bobby, if I could call a friend, I would call you, but on any hockey item ever. <laughs> That's funny. Well, why don't I make some good television? I'll, I'll I'll accept that deal. I'd rather have the cash in my pocket to get my bank's card and and let it go to a new home. That's great. Well, I'm very excited to uh, reach a deal with Charles. By the way, I had no idea what he was going to say, so this is not prearranged, other than that we were going to chat. Uh, so, Charles, if you could ship that along with the other cards, and we'll yes, get sir. you some, uh, I wouldn't say cash through the mail, but we'll get you a check that will be as good as cash soon enough, uh, well before the national. I appreciated another very fair trade deal for us, uh, Leighton. Awesome, Charles. Well, I'm glad we could do uh, some business, and I'm excited that we could build up your cash war chest for the national um, I'd love to be there when you make the, uh, the Ernie yeah. Banks purchase. And if I can help shave a few bucks off because I've done business with an individual, the national, please hit me up. I, you know, I might be hitting you up when I fi we'll find that card for a little assistance, in your opinion. I, fi I figured as much. Um, awesome. Well, thanks, Charles. Um, for those of you who don't know, Sir Charles will be on tonight starting at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time, 6.30 Pacific, going all the way until 1 a.m. And if I'm not mistaken, Charles, did you get the package I sent you? FedEx has not arrived yet today. so But you're three hours behind us. So you got time. Yeah, we got plenty of time. Excellent. Yeah, and I want to hear the Ernie Banks story, Charles, if you if you land one. I want to hear it. Absolutely. We'll come We'll come back on the Loft Show maybe and share that story if I, when I land the, uh, the banks. That would be great, Charles. Thanks for joining us today. And if we have Jim in the room, we'd love to have Jim hop on. All right. Let's bring Jim in. Hey, Jim. Hey, guys. Hey, Jim. How's it going? Great. What's up, John? FedEx and Stripe low stare at Charles Price, but he wasn't coming. All right, Jim, your volume's a little low. If you can put your volume so, up. So what happened? Uh, yes, it's going on. Can you do that before tonight's show? Yeah. All right, all right. That's funny. Apparently, FedEx just tried to uh, get to Charles's place, and we just found out, Jim, that they missed him because uh, I guess he was preoccupied with us. So I'll have to go get that package. Anybody? Right. Yeah, just hold it a little closer to your mouth. Maybe we can get the volume up a little okay. bit. That's cool. All right. Sorry. It's all good. Take your time. I'm not a pro like you guys. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how often we do this kind of wrangling. <laughs> all right. How's that? Hey, oh, awesome, Jim. Very nice. Cool. First of all, love the t-shirt. Oh, Wind of change. <laughs> like as soon as I heard that song when I was a kid, I was hooked. I would sing it all the time. I had, you know, the CD that was on. Yep. Um, and uh, you know, the Scorpions have some good music. They have a lot of great music. It's not just Rocky Like a Hurricane. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw their last two songs at the US Festival in 83. Awesome. We stumbled in on Saturday night before we saw Van Halen, which was the most drunk I've ever seen a human being and still upright. And David oh, Lee sure. Roth. Yeah. He was a pro at it. <laughs> um, now, Jim, when are you going to be, uh, what day do you get into the National? Uh, Saturday. We're going to go try to go Saturday morning. Great. Uh, early Saturday morning, so we should be there by the time it starts on Saturday. Awesome. And now, Jim, you're part of the reason why we're, instead of having one big dinner, we're mm -hmm. having a two-day extravagant outings because some folks are going to be there through Friday. Yep. Some folks like yourself can maybe only come in for the weekend, which I understand, right? You have a job. You have yep. a life. You know, we get it. Um, and so I don't know if you heard, but it looks like we're going to be doing the Hyatt on Friday. Uh, and I realize you won't be there for it, but it's going to you know, yep. be a... a combination of a dinner drinks and trade night and then saturday we're going to roll over to capitol grill for some apps and some drinks and uh we'll see where the night takes us 
Well, the Hyatt sounded a little too fancy for me anyway. So uh, the, <laughs> I, I saw I saw food and drinks for Saturday, and that sounded much more my speed. So awesome. That's that's perfect. Yeah, you're gonna need a Yes T-shirt or something. The Scorpions T-shirt won't won't cut it for the Hyatt. Do you know I, exactly? You got to class it up a little bit yep. for there. You know, maybe Rush would. Nah, that might still be not enough. You know, Jim. Speaking of uh, concert T-shirts, I don't know. Like, do you collect old concert T-shirts? Yes. Well. Kind of, you know, I, I made a big mistake probably 30 years ago and sold all of my t-shirts at a garage sale and like oh. a fill a bag for a buck. Oh my God. And, and if you do, if you do that at a garage sale, when you say fill a bag, the bag is overflowing. Of course. It's it like McDonald's French fries. Yeah, it's overflowing. Yeah. But I needed beer money. So, you know, I was just getting rid of them. I didn't care about them then. And then oh, there you became, go. it's all good. Yeah. But now they're worth a ton. So I wish I had a lot of them left, but. Um, yeah, I have way too many t-shirts. Oh, that's Sam, cool. Right too, way too many. Well, Jim, I would love if you're interested, I'll hook you guys up. So Pete Rosenberg, who's, you know, uh, I guess of hot 97 and ESPN, you know, he's on the Michael K show every day. So I was at his place not that long ago to drop off some wrestling cards. He bought, we were chatting and he was showing me some of the other things he collects and he's got some unbelievable, um, vintage wrestling shirts and some rock t-shirts and oh, I'll tell yeah. you, I've been looking at the market. If I knew someone who was an expert, like I don't throw out any of my old T-shirts. My wife thinks I'm nuts. Um, and <laughs> don't now make she's my gonna, mistake. Yeah, she's going to yeah. think I'm doubly nuts because I'm not only not throwing any of them out, but I'm going to actually start buying old T-shirts, I believe. Ooh. Um, I just think they're really cool. And as long yep. as, you know, listen, at the end of the day, right, you can wash them, wear them. Uh, you know, you can have fun with it. I know somebody who has, uh, it was a girl whose dad was a, um, a roadie. Well, not a roadie. He was a sound and light guy. And every show that he worked, he would buy t-shirt for whoever it was. And so she came in with these shirts. She wanted so much money for them. I couldn't, and they were all, and they might probably wouldn't fit you either. You know, they were all a little bit like a, an early eighties medium is not a, you know, or large is not a large for today. That's funny. That's what Pete told me too. He said, yeah. you gotta be careful of the sizes and the error that it was made. Oh yeah. That's yeah. So way too slim, way too slim fit, you know, but yeah. there is, I know there was, she had some Allman brother stuff and I know that you oh! would like that. She had, you know, um, I would love that. She had Van Halen, she had journey. I mean, she some really incredible shirts and I was able to help her sell some of them, but I know that she has a lot left. So, uh, maybe I can see if I, she still has the almond brother stuff for you. That would be cool. She might, she might. So, yeah. um, you know, the first time I ever bought a poster, when I say a poster, not like the cheapy ones, but like, you know, the nicest ones that they, they make these days that are oh, 30 yeah. bucks, 40 bucks, yep. whatever. Yep. So the first time I ever bought a poster was at the almond brothers last show at the beacon. Nice. And I think I bought maybe, I think I bought two, like one to hang up and one to kind of like keep in nice condition. Yep. Um, and it's on my, it's, it's on my list of like, I have all the stuff to get framed and that's one of the things I'd like to get framed. Oh yeah. The, some of those posters and that's, you know, it's not too surprising that I can't help myself and I buy one at every show I go to now too. And they all sit in tubes. You know, I, I, I will never have enough wall space to put up these posters. I don't know what I'm actually going to do with them, but <laughs> I'm the same resist. way. I'm can't the same resist. way. Crosby wants to know what to do with all my cards. Yeah. Use my excuses. I do it for a living. Yes. That's um, a good one. You know, yeah. uh, but anyway, Jim, really appreciate you joining us today. Yeah. As you know, over the last few weeks, um, you know, I've really been harping on trying to explain to the community what I would do if I was in, in your respective shoes, right? Yep. Um, like Charles just did, and that was certainly a lot of fun, but but also very straightforward. You know, Charles 
if he didn't come down, like I wasn't paying three grand for his card, as great as it was. Right. And Charles, all of a sudden, I think I spent 2000 with them and now just 2500 So Charles just did $4,500 of sales, which by the way, and Charles already knows this, but for the community, that's really like doing 5000 or 5250 on eBay. Yep. And Charles sure. knows also I'm not returning the cards. Whereas <laughs> right. on eBay, you really, you know, Jim, you know that, right? These oh, yeah. days, yep. uh, there's no guarantee that someone's going to keep the cards. So if you can find a community like Vintage Breaks, you know, like Just Collect, hey, Donald Hope all as well, but... Um, and, and, you know, get comfortable with the trading and the buying and the selling, whatever the case may be for you, right? Because obviously it's not going to be the same for everyone. Um, Bill Zeltner gave us a stack of cards for break credit because we couldn't reach a deal. Yep. Charles G just simply sold for cash because he's trying to bring cash to the national. And you were like, hey, Lee, uh, we, we talked and I said, hey, Jim, are you interested in anything in our eBay store? And the reason I did is because I thought there'd be a few cards that you were interested in. And as Chris Cohen and I did a trade a few weeks back, you struck me as a similar personality, Jim, where, hey, if we can do a deal, and I have the three cards um, that you had asked about in front of me, which yep. I'll show off in just a minute. Um, if we can do a deal where you get a card you want, well, for me, as long as I get cards I like enough and they're liquid, yeah. at the end of the day, I do this for a living. So if I get a card I really like and I keep one, awesome. But if I don't and I help out my buddy, meaning you, get yeah. a card you want and it's fair, that's, that's really what I'm going for. And um, it's just interesting because the three, well, you know, not counting Andy who's going to come on in a minute, but if you if you take Bill and you take Charles and now you take yourself, all three of us are going to potentially do a transaction because we haven't done one yet, Jim. Yeah. But they're all different. They all involve cards and potentially money, but they're all going to be a different form. For sure. And it, it just, for whatever it's worth, um, the last part of what I wanted to say, and then we'll get down to the brass tacks and some business here, Jim, is you got to keep in mind that is, and the national is super fun, but the it's going to be busy. So like the way we're talking now and things are fun, we're laughing, like as much as I'll be laughing and having fun in the national, it's going to be really intense in a good way for me. And my point is like, not every dealer is going to be able to engage you in an easy going fashion, the way that we're doing now. For sure. Um, and so that's part of the reason why uh, our Friday night dinner became more of a dinner and a trade night. Cause I thought it'd be a little odd for us to bring cards to a steakhouse, if you will. Um, or even a restaurant, yeah, okay. but yet if we we're renting out basically like a big conference room at the Hyatt and they're going to provide, you know, the food, the catering and the, and the drinks and such. Well, now all of a sudden, Jim, people can bring down like a PSA box, right. Or a shoot, you know, or a set yeah. and feel comfortable. Yeah. Like, well, they're not going to be the only card there, meaning I'll be there. Um, right. You know, at the very least. And um, you know, I want people to, 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 to over the next few weeks as Charles is doing, build up your war chest. If you want to build up your break credit, you know, you could do that with us. If you simply want to sell for cash, you could do that as well. And if you like our eBay store, uh, just underscore collect on eBay. Uh, you know, we have a couple hundred thousand dollars of vintage cards or some modern, um, you know, there's always uh, fun stuff to look at and check out. So these are the three cards that Jim picked out. Once again, we didn't finalize a deal. We're going to try to do so right now. Um, and this one, Jim, as you know, I think from the W590 set, these cards are almost impossible to find. Yep. Yep, I like that one a lot. So that's that's my that's my guess as to why you you know because there's other Walter Johnson strip cards out there. Yeah, that one in particular is very very rare. I really like that one. Um, the Rube Moore card, if I'm not mistaken, you tell me this is just a very early um, strip card of him, uh, Hall of Famer. Yes, yes, yep. and I really I just started to really like him after reading that Glory of Their Times book, and he's the first chapter in there, and so I've just started kind of collecting his stuff. You know, that's cool. Yeah, oh, that's, um, love it. Yeah. And then this, of course, from the iconic 52 top set. 
this card's actually appreciated in value over the last few years. You know, I yep. think people realize uh, it's a mini Minoso rookie. Um, and, you know, the demand has been a little bit stronger than what I have seen in previous years. And so, you know, this card is a really good looking one. And that was also on Jim's list. Yes. Yeah. I like that one a lot too. Now, Jim, do you have uh, the cards that you texted me? Do you happen to have those there? Yes. Awesome. Okay. So and I, I have a terrible camera here, but. It's all right. We'll hold it against you. We can see that. Yeah. So that. these are the cards there I told Jim I was interested in for trade. So there it can't be four. Mm -hmm. Not yep. too bad. I, I like that yeah, one a lot. That's got good eye peel. It's, it does. It does for sure. Uh, we'll go this one next. Pistol Pete Rookie, PSA oh, 5. Yeah. Oh, it's actually pretty that. good centering, uh, Jim. Yeah, look, that one's... I, I love won it. that. I got this on this show called Vintage Breaks. It was, <laughs> was kind of nice. Uh, that one was cool. And then this, one of the greatest cards ever. Oh, yeah. The Pee Wee oh, Race. Yeah, it's that. funny. You could have shown that that you could have shown that card to me, Jim, in a one, an authentic, or an yep. eight, and I would have said I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this one is it's really nice too. And I, I just got this back, and I uh, there's got to be something surface on there that I didn't see because the centering on it is, I mean, it's just a it's a really nice looking card. The color is good. That one I really liked a lot. The centering is excellent. Yeah, I know it's, that's a yeah, gorgeous, it's a card. beautiful, beautiful card. It's one of the most beautiful baseball cards it's ever made. It is that the Munson and the '76 Johnny Bench, in my opinion. Um, so, Jim, did you happen to have a chance to add up the value of those three? Yeah, uh, you know, roughly. So it looked like it was. Uh, I think it's right around eleven, based on what they've what they've gone for recently. Okay, uh, it's you know it was kind of hard to on a couple of them. The the campy is pretty easy. I mean that's about seventy five hundred. I figure, you know, but. Uh, the other two, they just they range so much depending on who sold it and you know when. But most of those were in the last couple of last couple of weeks. So, so that's about what I came up with. Great. Now we can either finalize on the show because I don't know if you have any cards, uh, more cards with you. But I what do. I'm gonna I have a few more. Oh, great! So let's uh, why don't you show okay. me what you have? So these are the other ones I, uh, I had. Let's see. There's the the Walt Frazier rookie. Yep. Deep Which is nice. There. Yeah. I had a really hard time picking out cards because I really realized for myself that I don't like to get rid of anything. And so <laughs> I kept like picking me, stuff That's up why we get along real well Yeah, yeah, I know. I get it. <laughs> just concert t-shirts. Yes, yes. Those I'll give away for nothing. Uh, Jordan 7. Was that one. Again, really, really nice. Nice card. Uh, centering. Yeah, that one's... Uh, God, that glare is bad. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, and then that one I just got back to, which again centering wise is is really a nice yeah. nice looking card do you happen to know the value of that mcgraw uh it is somewhere like 175 200. okay so what i'm thinking jim uh this card you know in my mind is about a 15 or 1600 card roughly speaking yeah it was Did hard that's a hard one to find any comps for so yeah you know there's not a lot out there to yeah it's, to i think we have it on ebay i think we have it on ebay i bet you at 1850. yep yep and the way i look at it is lou and gang at the very least i'm knocking off 10 points just in terms of my own brain right because if i sold this on ebay forget about you know what lunatic might buy it for me i think his name <laughs> might rhyme with jim um, it does it does um but uh you know what's nice is you save the fees so then i got down to about 1650 in my mind but, you know, Jim and I, we've done a lot of business. He's bought certainly a few things from Vintage Breaks. A couple. And so I thought, hey, you know, what would we sell this card for if I was going to sell it for just straight cash, if you will? 
So I'd probably be in that like 1500 range, Jim. Okay. So what I'm thinking is if you have those cards, those three cards, the first three you show me about 11 hunch, mm -hmm. you think that McGraw is about 175, 200? Looks like 175, 200, yeah. Great. So what I'm going to say is we got about, about a $200 difference. Yep. So if you're okay with this, let's call it a deal in principle. Uh, you owe us $200 and a player to be named later, i.e. Okay. $200 of stuff. Done. Uh, and I have no doubt that we'll be able to square up at the National. Sounds awesome to me. Great. I'm so thrilled. Good deal. We're going to take this down from eBay. Okay. Uh, so, John, I don't know if you're hearing me here, um, but if you could make sure that uh, – if you can grab him, please. Uh, if we can uh, take that down from eBay for Jim. And um, we're going to get back uh, those three cards from you uh, yep. plus the McGraw. Yep. We'll settle up the couple hundred bucks when we see each other at the National. And um, – I wanted to uh, thank you, Jim, of course, for you know not only joining us today on the show, but the support uh, that you've offered our community has been incredible. Uh, it's been a really fun ride, and I'm really looking forward to meeting you in person at the National. Absolutely, man. I can't wait. Doing it and doing this trade was fun. I don't think I've traded cards for <laughs> 30, 40 years, you know, so that was a lot of fun, man. I enjoyed it. I'm glad. And, you know, I'm, gl I'm glad also that our community is really starting to understand what I'm trying to do, right? Like, I'm not trying to go out and buy cards for 50% of the dollar. 50 cents on the dollar. I'm not trying to get people to give me your best cards. I'm simply trying to get things moving so that Jim all of a sudden, yes, Jim is very clear, does not like selling cards. But my guess is, Jim, I do not want to speak for you. You'll let me know. But instead of spending another 1500 cash, yep. you got rid of a few cards that maybe weren't the highest on your list, but you really like this Walter Johnson. No, it worked out perfect. I got, you know, I have both the Campy and the uh, and the McGraw and the Reese, and I'm just not a big uh, basketball guy, even though that's a beautiful card and I love those tall boys. It's not my thing, so I'm, you know, somebody else can have it, and be happy, and everybody's happy. Awesome. I love well, it. It's important to learn to let go, right? I mean, the yes. lot of collectors, if you don't like to sell, you just you have the card and you're just very reluctant to let it go. You always need a little bit higher price or something. But it's always good to go through the cycle and learn to let go as a collector, right? Yes, and I'll have to keep trying to tell myself that. Because <laughs> I'm well, still maybe not very off good another at it. deal, uh, you know, at the national. I'm really I'm 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 gonna bring a you know, like a nice group of cards and stuff on that Friday night of the national. I realize you won't be there, but I might have a card or two in my pocket the Saturday night. You know, we get together at Steakhouse. So we'll I something. think you have kind of a good idea of what, what stuff I like. So I'll bring some stuff too. see what I can find. Yes. And um, this right now was not planned. But honestly, I thought your your rationale and your reasoning behind the Rube Marquard was fascinating to me. And, and like I said, Jim, you've been a, you've been a gem mint member of our community. Yeah, so yeah, that's nice. I have no doubt that, uh, you know, you'll pay me back some someday, some way in an Almond Brothers favor. <laughs> um, and so I'm also going to take this down from eBay. I'm going to gift this to you from my, uh, basically from my collection or from just collects inventory as my wife likes to tell me what's the difference. Um, uh, I'm going to give this to you, Jim, uh, as a little token of my appreciation, really appreciate you. Uh, you know, like I said, being part of our community and all of your support, man, that is, that is so fantastic. I, I can't thank you enough for that. That is uh, a it's my, very, it really is my pleasure. thing to do. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And I, and I know it's going to go as you're talking about, you know, uh, I was seeing people talking about the Otani uh, going to a good home. It is going to a good home. I believe yeah. I have a good home. But I also know this is going to an excellent home, going to you, Jim. So oh, please yeah. uh, accept this and enjoy. Um, we'll ship this out with your Walter Johnson. That's fantastic, man. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Uh, 
It's our pleasure. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Jim. And we'll talk to you, I'm sure, before the National. But at the very least, we have a date that Saturday. I can't wait, guys. I really appreciate awesome. it, man. All right. Thanks, Jim. Thank you, fellas. You, Jim. Have a great one. You too. All right. All right. We love Jim. So, Jim. Sam, can you give these to John to take down from eBay, please? Thank you. Well, that was fun, Lou. Oh, God. This has been a blast. Are you kidding me? I love the wheeling and dealing. We're running a little behind schedule, but if Andy can still join us. That's okay. It's okay for me. We're here as long as we need. Hi, Andy. Oh, hey, great. guys. How you doing? Hey, Andy. What's going on, bud? Oh, just working. <laughs> oh, you mean a J-O-B? Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I understand. Um, so, yeah, this has been uh, – have you been able to watch the show so far today? Yeah. Yeah, I'm up to speed with you. I, I took a late lunch, so if I'm angry, that's why. All right. <laughs> angry. You're angry. We're yeah, supposed to have hors d'oeuvres in the green room. I told oh, you. Oh, I know. <laughs> Lou didn't set me up with anything, so I'm I'm struggling over here. Uh, well, I got to tell you, this is, uh, you know, from a personal standpoint, Lou, this is one of the most fun shows I've had. Oh, this has been uh, a blast. Are you kidding me? I love, um, I love all this movement. I love the different voices. I love talking to people. This community is so great. That's what makes this so much fun. Uh, and so speaking of the community, uh, it's great that we're going to be able to finish with Andy today um, and chat for a few minutes. Uh, I do appreciate you being patient, Andy. It was a little yeah. bit, you know, uh, behind schedule, but um, we're getting it done. So, Andy, tell, you know, the community, when did you first let me know about this, quote unquote, collection that was out near where you live in, and I'm going to try it, in Oregon? Oh, no. Get rid of the E. Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> no Oregon, Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, I know. You'll never you'll never get that. Oregon. Um, All right, we're Oregon? gonna try to go with Oregon. <laughs> well, what was it? Um we're looking at a couple months ago. March, somewhere around March. Um okay. he had the friend had texted me and said, Hey, come come check out my dad's cards and I you know how those go. Um the picture that he sent, I think it had some skybox basketball, all the stuff that a lot of us have. So I wasn't, you know, super pumped about, you know, doing it, but whatever, you know, it's fun to see some different things. And um, I was a little bit nervous about, you know, going over there and saying, Hey, they're all garbage or <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're bad. But yeah, he then texts me and said multiple mantles. And I said, Oh, okay. Okay. I'll be, I'll be over this week. And, um, that's when I went over that first day when I had to alert you of what I had seen after I was able to, you know, calm down. I even love the way you did it. Now, Andy, honestly, that was, that was for me. Uh, listen, I, I do enjoy making money, right? Like you're at your job, so you enjoy making money, right? You know, yes. Um, by the way, I, we should not get in trouble here and give a special shout out to your lovely wife, Victoria. Yes. She's apparently on YouTube. She said uh, shout out to your wife. So we're now doing that. Uh, Victoria, <laughs> Thank you for allowing Andy to not only help us, but apparently storing it in your home for a little bit longer, maybe than you had anticipated. Uh, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I thought it was really fun, Andy, when we connected. You were, if I may be transparent here, you were giddy like a little school kid. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable because, I mean, I thought we were going to see, like, he had a 1960 baseball tops baseball set, and I was already blown away with that. Like, oh, cool. I thought that was it. But then we went into the garage and, you know, we're, you know, going past the freezer and all the extra stuff. And I opened the, you know, there's like three dressers full of boxes. And the one I had was, you know, nothing too great. A lot of stuff, I mid-90s type stuff that I had. But my friend was in the, the 
shelf right to the left of me and he starts reading off some of these you know sharp they're sharpied on the side of these little cardboard boxes and what he did is he put paper towels on each side to store all the cards so they made it through one house move but other than that they'd been in a garage of some sort for you know 30 years and he's going is uh is 1986 fleer good and i'm like oh okay okay stop stop you know don't don't do anything. <laughs> I it, remember uh, vividly one of the earliest conversations we had, you know, you and I had already spoken. So that was kind yeah. of like out of the way. And I said, Andy, I'd love to at least try, right? You know, we'll see. It kind of sounds fun. And, you know, I'm always up for a challenge. And then you said to me, hey, late, you know, would you have a conference call with the family? <laughs> and I said, sure. <laughs> you know, like me, I'm happy to. I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. And if I'm not mistaken, one of the family members might have been holding an alcoholic beverage when we were chatting. Is that yes. Right? Yeah, there was a little booze early, and that was like a Tuesday or Wednesday night. But we <laughs> I like the art. <laughs> we were getting loose. <laughs> um, but it was it was great. You know, you really did a good job of kind of doing the prelim of, hey, am I interested? Meaning, is it worth all of our time, right? And yeah. so um, then, if I'm not mistaken, we started to talk to the family a little bit about the process and how it would work. Yeah, which, you know, I'm trying to give them a level idea of what this stuff is worth after how we grade it all the whole process and then say just because it's worth that doesn't mean we're going to sell it for that. And we need to sell it as a you know a group. If we try to piecemeal it out, we will be doing this forever. Um, and I it finally I just had to get all of it to my house. So my garage was full <laughs> and. I put all of the higher end stuff in my closet. So Victoria should be happy to have most of that back because I couldn't risk. It doesn't get super hot here, although it has lately, but I was like, you know, treating them like a pet. I was opening the garage door to make sure my garage stayed cool and that nothing got too hot. And I'm like, what am I doing? I, I <laughs> you should have done you know, it would have been awesome <laughs> is that if you would have taken like a minute clip every day that you had the collection until you got rid of it, and then done like a short film, that would have been really hysterical. I know I should have, but you would just hear me giggling because it was a joke of like, oh, Jerry Rice rookie. Okay, cool. And then, oh, yeah, just a casual full 1984 football set, three of them. Or, you know, I was like, wanted to throw up almost. I was laying in his <laughs> parents' house, his kitchen at one point. And I know them pretty well because they've known me, but not good enough to where I should be laying in their kitchen. And that's what I was doing. I go, guys, just put, take your hands away, wash your hands, get your drinks away. We got to really think about what we're doing here. And I need yeah, to look so, and see you what know, that Kudos Jordan to you, Andy. Like. Um, did a really great job, Lou, of, you know, leading, if you will, the communication between myself and the family. And then after I chatted with the family, I told Andy what I needed to make a real offer. And I thought, which was super helpful. We're going to show it off in just a few minutes, Andy. Okay. Um, you know, there's always the question, a couple of the highlights of their collection was a Michael Jordan rookie, two Magic Bird rookies, and a few other cards. And show me the images. I mean, the cards look great, but, you know, obviously you don't know what they're going to grade until you grade them. And so... so can uh, I ask a question here? Nothing, nothing is sleeved up. They have no idea of the value that they have. It's just stored away somewhere, right? So, um, Yeah, some are sleeved up. He knew they were good. Um, but he, I mean, I had told you before, Lou, that the entire collection we sold was only, he said 10% of what he originally had yeah. 30 years ago. He had donated the rest of it. Oh my God. And I know, I know the check I wrote. So if that's the case. Geez, yeah. I, we didn't even want to go into, but he, he was sure there was more Fleers and 
there was also at one point we thought uh, there was a whole case of 1979 Opeechee hockey, and oh I almost God. died. But oh it, ended up, <laughs> it ended up being like 85 or 86. But there was like two seconds where I went, okay, we're talking millions of dollars everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> So it was quite the journey, Lou. Um, and then he needed, and then Andy needed the drink. That was <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Uh, and so what we did was um, Andy helped facilitate getting a few of the cards graded with PSA, so that way the super high dollar cards, like for example, this Michael Jordan rookie, graded PSA five. Excuse me, eight point five. Um, you want to switch over, Lou? Okay, yeah, we'll put it up. Which yeah, sorry, I was trying to hit buttons at the same time. Should- that should be a nine. I'm sticking with it. That's a nine. I don't know why that's an 8.5. So that's a beauty. And uh, that got graded by the family along with Andy's assistance, as well as a few other cards uh, in the collection. And it allowed us on our side, because the bulk of the collection, now the value is a little bit more certain, Lou, to be able to uh, feel more comfortable, uh, you know, with, um, you know, bottom the left, bottom left. Okay. Okay, great. Thanks, guys. Um, so I thought that was super helpful. And then um, what was great, Andy simply started to uh, savagely put together spreadsheets. Of, <laughs> you know, if it didn't move, it was on the spreadsheet. And then, of course, I had to take that information along with the images he was sending and try to put values on it. Um, but, you know, the, the time and the effort was worth it. Uh, you know, in the end, and I'm glad that – what's up, Melch? I'm glad that Andy didn't tell me this till after – um, so we had reached a deal in principle. And once again, I'm, I'm certain a large time commitment from Andy had already gone into it. Sure. Um, I don't know how much time I had put into it, but a bunch. You know, it was it was fairly extensive. And, and you know, once again, Lou, I don't like to guess. So you don't want to not overpay. And you also don't want to underpay and insult anyone. Right. Um, and so I am going to show off a few of the other cards from the collection. Um, that 1960 top set was, so, was certainly one of the highlights. So, Andy, before we talk about, you know, finalizing the collection and such why don't you tell the audience about what happened i guess shortly before we did reach a deal with the family itself so yeah the initial thing was let's sell these as fast as possible because uh the owners got some card friend connection i don't know that said values are going down we got to get rid of them and then we do all this work and everything and then uh just basically we'd agreed to the price i think we hadn't gotten the last signature on the contract and I get a text like, Hey, are you sure we shouldn't try to sell these elsewhere? And I'm just going, uh, no, 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 no. Like I can't, they're all in my garage. My wife is pregnant. Like we're going to have a baby any second now. Like <laughs> let's get this. This is the best deal you're going to get. I am. I will load these back in the truck and I'm going to drop them off at your house. If, if you don't take this deal yet. You can't flip-flop like that. And then all he just replied was, okay, yeah, let's do it. Um, and one to- thing I think that we're, we're leaving off here, Andy, was, you know, there was this this feeling or sentiment from the family maybe. And right, to be fair, they're not, you know, they're not card experts. Right. They were thinking like, hey, why don't we maybe, if you will, consign or sell some of the higher-end stuff? And then if you will, we'll sell Leighton like the rest of it. And I made it very clear to, uh, <laughs> to Andy, it was nothing personal. You can yeah. do that you can't do that with me right meaning like i'm not going to be there to buy a large voluminous amount of stuff that's not worth that much from across the country when oh. all the cream is now gone 
right. it, it wouldn't be worth my time. So yeah. I was willing to just, if you will, write off my time. And if it was sunk and I didn't get a deal, that's okay. I've done that before. Um, but, you know, Andy was able to work together with the family and, and basically say, hey, and, and it was a very reasonable deal. And honestly, where the market's gone, I think they did great. Um, yeah. And then uh, what was amazing was how you and J5 worked together to figure out, it was no easy feat, Lou. We had to figure out what should be shipped to us via FedEx Express. Oh, God. Meaning, you know, two day or overnight and separate that so it was properly insured. And then all the, like the bulk stuff had to be sent separate. Yeah. Well, and I know that you've obviously shipped a lot more stuff, especially of higher value than I ever have. So do you know how nice it is to be like every minute checking FedEx to make sure your stuff gets from Oregon to New Jersey? And I'm going, how many thousands of dollars is that? Okay, we're fine. We're fine. We got, you know, insurance, but I don't understand how people do that, actually, just oh. give, give up a, a, a valuable card to shipping. I mean, there's so much that can go wrong. Yeah, and luckily it was overnight. So three yeah. of them were express overnight, that high value. And that was like every 30 minutes I'm looking to make sure it's moving. And then there's 10 other boxes that went ground. And I'm all checking the weather in Wisconsin and checking different things. Like, are we, we ever going to get there? But yeah, and half the battle was just loading it into the FedEx store. It was a uphill a little slope i got my little cart i'm sweaty um yeah 10 boxes that are i think they're each about 50 pounds so oh it's a it's a ton of stuff we certainly haven't gone through everything uh yeah. you know People yet ask here. Me how i'm so strong it's from you know lifting 50 pound boxes of 1992 upper deck cards throwing them in a fedex truck <laughs> uh well andy um we're going to show off some of the highlights from the collection and cool. for the folks who are interested in the story the full story, Lou, will be on our blog at blog.justcollect.com, if you don't mind dropping them in the chat, because uh, it is a super fun collection. We'll show off a lot of the images and such. Um, and for those of you who are interested in the story and the provenance of some of the other collections uh, that we bought in the past, check it out once again, blog.justcollect.com. And Andy, hang on for a minute because I'm going to switch over the screens, Lou. I'm going to show off uh, some of the other highlights from the collection. So once again, we'll show the Jordan again. Um, there is the 1960 top set, which I don't have here. Uh, the Jordan sticker got a grade of five. The second- That was off uh, center, but it was nice. Yeah, no, it's still nice. Um, the 88 Fleer set has a nine Jordan, which is pretty cool. 87 Fleer, uh, Jordan seven. Here's some of the ungraded cards. 20 Gwen signed rookie. I thought that was pretty cool, Andy. Nice. And yeah, these are just some rookies and such. Oh, you know what? I'll show you um, here. So let me show you, Andy. We actually just got back an SGC package, and one of the cards from this collection was in it. Oh, cool. So I'd like to show that off. And I want to add, I forgot to tell you from before, but the first night I went over there, I, I had an Austin Riley PSA 10 rookie card just to show them a graded card. So that was like my nice piece. And then they start whipping out Jordan rookies and bird rookies. I go, okay, yep. put Austin Riley away. Uh, so here is the Teddy ball game. Nice. From the collection. You remember that card, right? Yeah. Oh, so God. I just got it back from SGC. It's really nice. Perfect. Yeah. That was in my closet for a while. That was one of them that I kept near and dear. Uh, so, you know, we could end up spending uh, hours talking about the collection and um, uh, uh, 
um, you know, the, the work that went into it. But, you know, all kidding aside, Andy, really appreciate the effort that you went through to be detail oriented, um, to stay calm, even though you weren't calm probably at other <laughs> times. You didn't show that to me. Right. So I really appreciate that. Um, and, uh, you know, all kidding aside, um, without, you know, getting into the specifics, Andy helped just collect and, you know, and, and of course, you know, me being the main owner and forever grateful buy a five figure collection from almost, you know, the other side of the country in something like a dozen to 15 boxes. And we did it with care, um, hard work. And in the end, the family got paid without going into specifics. Andy got a nice little thank you from us. And so I want folks to understand that if you find a collection that's not for you, but is great, we at Just Collect or we at Vintage Breaks will make it worth your while to call us to help, whether it be a friend, a family member, a neighbor in your town, uh, like Andy did. Um, you know, if it's worthwhile enough for everyone to be involved, uh, we'll let you know. And if it's not, we'll also let you know. Um, but uh, Andy, thanks again. Really appreciate that uh, we're able to get the big Oregon collection. Thank you. I, yes. Thanks. Oregon. <laughs> Oregon. Man, I was stressing that. I wasn't stressing the deal, but I was stressing that. Oh, good. No, yeah. Oregon. We don't root for the Ducks. Oregon State Beavers. Thank you. Oh, the, you know I, what? The bird magics are not here. They are uh, actually know where they are. They're at my house. Um, but I will show them off with some other cards and they'll be part of our blog as well. Cool. So thanks again, Andy. Uh, special shout out, of course, to your lovely wife. I hope she's feeling good. And I uh, really appreciate that you guys were, uh, you know, Have comfortable. Have you had the baby yet, by the way? Yeah, he's a little over two months old now. Yeah, but Just drop that in there. What's his yeah. name? What's his baby name? Henry. Henry. You know, congratulations. Thank well, you. as soon as Henry's ready for a break, we're ready to have him on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, they, I got three kids, and they're all going to be card maniacs as well. So we'll, we'll be around for a while. Awesome. Andy, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. All right. So, Lou, that was an action-packed show today. Are you kidding me? Just love that to death. We got to do just more of this. No, this was, this was great, you know, and the best part of it is it all kind of just hit me this morning about how it should come together. Um, and it did. Thanks for making it happen, Lou. Oh, are you kidding? This is the fun part about it, right? It's just all great stories and uh, you know some great trades, and always fun to talk with Jim and and Charles. It's just blast. We had a blast. Gonna do. We're gonna do this more this way. Absolutely. Um, you know, folks, you could do me a favor. Uh, really appreciate it. You know, I don't know how Facebook works with Layton's Loft, but if you, what is it, Lou? If you can give us a like or a review, maybe even a review for Layton's Loft would be great. Share would be good, but yeah, like or you know, like or give us a, a heart or a love, or just share it around. Just help us out. Yeah, we're a review. Um, I know will also be great uh, of Layton's Law on Facebook. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in today. The Chuck Dressed 52 Tops High Number and the other six prizes will be given away following um, the end of Layton's Loft on Vintage Breaks YouTube show. Tune into youtube.com slash vintage breaks. We'll be breaking here live from the north until 930. And then, excuse me, you can join Charles G uh, starting at uh, 930 Eastern Time tonight and VB West. Thanks, everybody. Thank <laughs> you.